0: hey welcome to a jaded world this is peter teabags
1: and i'm mj hey,
0: mj um we've been married a while you'd never say anything bad about me right
1: we never be a dead once one yeah. time i felt yeah. really bad about it find out
0: uh-oh uh, bad
1: things that, i actually don't describe what bad thing i said i because i don't remember
0: oh i remember what my bad thing that i said about you i remember it in detail Let's find out. You know, a lot of people talk bad about their spouses or whoever they're in a relationship with, and a lot of people talk bad we about their.
1: Why? Yeah. Why? Why you be doing that?
0: Yeah. Let's. You know, there's a there's a podcast to come. You can listen to it, and we're also going to talk about chapter five, four. Chapter. F- we're going to talk about chapter four of. Saga. Four this
1: week, five next week. Yeah. That's yeah. how things work.
0: Those are numbers. So join us for the Jaded Book Club, Chapter 5 of Saga with Fiona Chapter Staples. Part
1: 4 of Saga.
0: Join us for Jaded Book Club, Chapter 4 of Saga by Fiona Staples and Brian K. Vaughn. had a willy or a sam no sam they're all am yeah, i right old man i'm jaded i guess we're jaded it's a jaded world
1: hello i am mj my pronouns are she her and welcome to our podcast a jaded world this is my partner
0: i'm peter teabags they them are the pronouns i go by and this is my partner <laughs> the whole mj situation you're so sick
1: yeah, i am very sick
0: i'm sorry it's just that i don't i don't know how to interact with a sick person clearly <laughs> so do you you're still okay i've seen a lot of zombie movies mm. are you still my wife
1: Feel as though I am.
0: Okay, okay. That's good.
1: Do you think I am not? Do, I uh, just wanted have to Have make... I crossed <clears throat> the line into zombie?
0: <laughs> well, here's the thing. <clears throat> the people in those movies who love their loved ones, you know, they 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 always think that they're they're there too long, and it's like, hey, that's not your sister anymore, and then. They have to sit and watch the character turn into a zombie before they'll believe it. Mm. And they endanger the rest of the group because of it.
1: I, I'm not sure what you're trying to get at here. Would you like to murder me now or later?
0: <laughs> I hope not.
1: So that's not what you were getting at? No, I just got lost
0: <laughs> on talking about zombies. That's all. Right. I had nothing, it was but nothing at personal. what
1: point You were just saying They wait too long Are you saying you're waiting too long with me Because you asked if I still feel Like your wife
0: Well it's important to ask those questions They never ask that <laughs> It's like Hey I know you got bit by that zombie And you don't think that You think that you're okay But do you feel like you? Like, they never ask that. They just. I'm not asking if you're okay. I'm saying, are you you?
1: Mm. Are you you? I am still me. Just well, that's very, great. very tired.
0: Oh, me too. Did
1: you go, Mickey? I'm always wearing Mickey. this Mickey sweatsuit. I mean, it's. Because it's I like. We're birthday twins, so me and Mickey go way back. <laughs> Hey there, I'm Mickey Mouse. Really, I just love wearing it because it's the biggest sweat suit I own. Oh, toodles! <laughs>
0: that wasn't a good one because I have COVID. Mm-hmm. You also have COVID, which is why you feel like shit. Um, but you know what? All that talk about killing you earlier—it's—it's—it was—it was unfounded because. It's not going to happen. You're not turning into a zombie. You're still the person I love, and you are a person I love.
1: <gasps> Yay. Did you know that? I did know that.
0: You know something about... some uh, Somebody once said to me... They looked me dead in the eye and said, You really love your wife. Who it, was that? It was just somebody that I worked oh. with. Um... But it was just at lunch They, I was talking about you in a way that I talk about you regularly and they mm-hmm. felt that it was noteworthy. It's like, you really love your wife. Like, if that's... And then the conversation followed up with if that's... I think most people would describe you as that. Like, right. I adore you. And I don't... We grew up in the '90s, and also the '80s, and also the 2000s, and also the 2010s, and also some of the 2020s. Growing up a little bit, but but a lot of what we've saw on pop culture, whenever there was like a relationship or something, it was for some reason there was always this battle between the husbands and wives. How how many how many times growing up did you hear? The Battle of the Sexes.
1: Why, though? Did you hear that? <laughs> of course, yeah. It,
0: it was constant. I never turned... Every show had in the 90s the sexes, right? had the Battle of the Sexes. <clears throat> and it was... Even, like, the husbands on the shows hated their wives. The wives on the shows hated their husbands. And there's that trope that you see on every show. It was always... That everybody talked about. It was the gorgeous supermodel wife and the schlubby husband. And the schlubby husband would be so angry that his wife wasn't having sex with him. And the gorgeous supermodel laundry, hu- laundry, wife. Laundry. <laughs> it was like, hey, help me with the kids. And also, stop going to strip clubs, which was always a thing. Uh, King of Queens it, did that. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, every... I feel like every sitcom did. Everybody Loves Raymond. All of them were like that, right? Like, it mm-hmm. was just...
0: Well, Everybody Loves Raymond. Deborah fucking hated Raymond. I don't know why she was married to that guy. Right. Like, it wasn't just I, that she hated I, his family. She hated him.
1: But why was that the thing? Like, why is that how we're going to portray marriage? And then... I hate... We've talked about this before. I hate the phrase staying together for the kids. You are not doing that for the children. I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, And I shouldn't get my... Like, I know everyone has their own shit they're going through and whatever, but...
0: mm. Can you imagine sharing a bed with somebody for decades right? because you...
1: You want to placate your children
0: (laughs) because you want your kids to think that everything's okay,
1: right? And then, so that's this image that we grew up with is that this is how marriage was supposed to be. This is, and once you get married, like, why is that? Love goes out the window, and it's you just hate each other, and you, you know, like. And I remember it wasn't just. In the media, like, I would go hang out with a lot of, you know, the other moms, and they would just sit and bitch about their partners. Oh, like when we were
0: new married?
1: And, yeah, newly married. And new married. New married. Uh,
0: Remember back in the new marriage times? Yeah. The long, long ago? So... We were uh, naked so often.
1: They were constantly talking bad about so their husbands. The nudity, huh? Well...
0: We're do talking we stay about... on topic no we stay on topic we
1: <laughs> yes i would love to be nude all the time <laughs> um okay anyway so they they were just always talking shit and i, was, I would you know just kind of sit around like yeah 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 and then finally one day i like engaged and i was like yeah, you know, like and I can't even remember. You helped out all the time, so I don't know what I would have complained about, but I'm sure there was something dumb. And I remember just coming home and feeling so guilty. Like that was the dumbest thing. I just was complaining just just because everyone else was complaining. Um like didn't I didn't want to
0: be left out of the conversation. Yeah.
1: But I never and, I mean, they picked up on it. My friends would pick up on it, too. Like, why are you never... Comp- and it's like, I... <laughs> if I have an issue with my partner, I go talk to my partner. You Which know, we, like...
0: Even before we had the open <laughs> communication that we have now, we did a pretty good job of... We really did. If there was an issue, <clears throat> we let's, let's be mad about it, but... I'm not going to talk about if I'm not going to talk about it to you. I'm not going to talk about it to anybody else, which is probably right. not the most healthy. But we had that. I, mean, I, I did wanted have to tell you
1: certain people. I I talked to about our relationship and when we were fighting or arguing or whatever. But at the same time, you were the first one we talk like that. I would talk through it, and then I would also talk with other people. But <clears throat> it was never it was never like in a it was more like, I don't know how to work through this, mm-hmm. versus Peter did this and I'm fucking this pissed. Is and yeah,
0: having fun. Yeah. Say, telling competing for the worst spouse. I don't understand. Yeah. That. And the guys that so, I would work, a lot of the people that I worked with, I worked in construction, would mm-hmm. do the same thing. Yeah. They'd sit and complain about how their wives spent so much money, or. The, the house wasn't absolutely spotless When they came home mm-hmm. Well like You fucking live there too dude <laughs> yeah. If you want the house to be clean
1: That's another phrase That really fucking bothers something me up. Is when Men or anyone says The phrase Yeah they're babysitting their kids the Oh fuck? my
0: god Oh or no I, I can't go out tonight I gotta yeah. babysit my kids
1: Yeah <laughs> Excuse me <laughs> like it's your child. <laughs> it's not
0: babysitting, and implies that you should be getting paid for this. Yeah. Like that, you're providing a service. No, you're. That's what you do. That's those kids there.
1: You care for them. You provide for them.
0: <laughs> that means that if one of you has to be outside of the house, you either you find somebody to actually babysit them, or. You just uh, are with your children. I'm not sure I understand. Uh, (laughs) Same. I wasn't talking to you. (laughs) Ah, fucking Uh, uh, Siri, man. Yeah. Uh, But, uh, so there would... I would listen to these guys complain about their wives and how much... How much they disliked being with them and how their the their favorite times of the week were when they got to be out somewhere else yeah out at the bar with their friends or out to a football game which i guess football is a pastime that's an actual hobby
1: married that's that's my question why are you staying married is it just divorce looks bad is like what is keeping people there
0: Because if I'm making the commitment to spend my time with, you know... If you get married, you're making the commitment to spend the majority of the rest of your life with this person.
1: Yeah. I I mean, I feel like that's... Why not have it... You know that going in, right? Like, most people know when you get married, you're going to have to spend (laughs) time with that person. So...
0: So... You better
1: make sure you you actually like spending time with them and not not to mention as marriage goes on like um and we I think we jump into this later in the episode about saga but um you have to be progressing forward
0: yeah and you marriage
1: should be moving forward and you're learning and growing together
0: when you get to your 15th anniversary you should not be married to the same person that you married.
1: Right. And they should be a I, new I f- person. I feel like that that would may you know maybe that's where people get off track or something they they
0: they get so hung up on holding on to what they had instead of looking at what they have. Right. Which you learn about it in meditation a lot is you are told to stop looking for what you want to have and look at what you have but stop looking at what you used to have right? and acknowledge what is here because then you can you're not That's living when, in a false yeah. reality so do that I mean I guess why wouldn't you why would you want to be with the person you're saying those terrible things about if I had to go home to the person that
1: That you had just spent all day Talking shit about How is there going to be any sort of intimacy How is there going to be any sort of
0: I think know, of how terrible respect
1: that Respect towards one another
0: I think how terrible that life would be If you You leave work Where you've worked your ass off Because There's construction We worked our asses off We worked right. very hard but then to have to go home, and then that's more work to be around this person who you don't enjoy being around, who brings you displeasure.
1: Yeah.
0: Not just that you don't like being with them, that you don't like this person enough that you're calling them a bitch.
1: I, like, I cannot believe.
0: To other people, <laughs> like, okay. I, one time I, I, I got You mad. called me a bitch? I called you a bitch once. <gasps> I had been working. It was one of those days that I had worked the over 24 hours straight.
1: Okay. Yeah, I want to know how I was a bitch in this situation.
0: <laughs> I had, so I was on the job <laughs> site. It was two in the morning and I had lost my sh- I was, I did not want to be at work. But I had finished that. We finally finished up the job, and and I had called you a few times.
1: Oh, and I didn't. And, it, a... and it
0: had nothing to do with you. It was. Uh. <laughs> I think I told you I about do this. I did not
1: wake up very well. So, yeah, I was being a bitch in that moment.
0: Well, we had just discussed it. It was like, hey, I'm going to be <laughs> home late. Like, will you please make sure that you... It's like, goddamn bitch, fuck. Excuse me. And then I immediately felt bad about it. And I, I told you about it a couple years later because, like, I stewed on how bad I felt about it. I'm sure, yeah. And the thing is, I wasn't even... I didn't even say it to somebody else. <laughs> <You> I just... <laughs> I yelled it. I said, goddamn bitch. And...
1: You were? Such a marshmallow. <laughs> oh, you have to kill me off before you fantasize about it. <sighs> well, I, love I it. mean,
0: you're cool. No, have you I mean, seen but you? that's
1: why we choose each other, though. Like,
0: I mean, you make a broken eyebrow ring look cool.
1: <laughs> How does it just? I wasn't even touching it, it just broke. Like <laughs>
0: I guess that's what happens when you spend less than ten dollars on one a piece of jewelry. Five yeah. pieces of jewelry. Uh
1: uh-uh, uh, that set was like at least twenty five dollars. At come least twenty
0: five. Okay, okay.
1: Come now. Like, okay. So Could spend a tiny
0: bit there. Where do you think that comes from? Do you, does it come from the media? Was it
1: I mean, it was definitely everywhere in the media. So yeah, the
0: hatred of or the
1: and encouragement to talk shit about your spouse. The things are definitely shifting to where I feel like our generation, millennials, <laughs> they're they're done with the hate talk. Really, I and definitely our kids are over
0: they, the hate. The Zoomers are definitely going to be changing things.
1: I I mean, I hope so, anyway. At at least our children are, because they show me up, like, all the time. Oh, how much you learn from them? Yeah, well, just, like, they'll they'll call me out if I'm being hateful at all in any way, you know? Like, they're going (laughs) to...
0: Or if something you say is...
1: Not that I'm a hate person. Originates but yeah, from. It's yeah. Like, oh, it yeah. it originates why is that? in hate or like, my because kids will it's call me out on it and because there's so much w- you
0: have to unlearn with with ingrained racism when you have right, grown up in a, a in I a system really that cool is inherently is racist.
1: Because uh, gen, what is it? Gen Z. Gen Z. So Gen Z grew up with the internet. Because never they not did,
0: having internet
1: because they did they're exposed to all these other cultures
0: and ideas and which can be scary
1: which is terrifying <laughs> but also they they're less hateful because they have been exposed because they do see oh shit we're kind of human everywhere you go Mm-hmm. and it, it gives me hope because, I mean, last week we were talking about, like, just how jaded and hateful and blah, blah, blah we are. But there's there's hope in them mm-hmm. because they see people as they are and they they celebrate the uniqueness. But <laughs> they are making fun of us like no
0: other. Oh, yeah. I, I love it. I think Gen it's hilarious. Z humor is just making fun, making of, fun of millennial humor <laughs> like we weren't so mean to the gen xers why what come on leave leave me be but, i so, think
1: it's funny i, I so think it's really so
0: you funny. mentioned that it was constant exposure their entire life to the internet that gives yeah. this next generation like they're they're less or uh, so many more young people are you know actively I mean, seeking more, better yeah, and change
1: I, I do think that it, it all comes down to their emotions really um, because we still have the same amount of children who are with strict parents mm-hmm. raising them to believe this certain thing right mm-hmm. but as they're exposed to more cultures and different values like everything mm-hmm it's playing on their emotions mm-hmm. because they want their values and their beliefs and to be valued. They want to be seen. Mm-hmm. So um, in order to do that, they have to accept other everyone else's right. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: so that's, that's the experience that our children have had. A lot of kids go have, with constant exposure to the internet, have the other route where they're, where they do are funneled down like a hateful route through right. the different algorithm and it reminds me of what we just watched the Aziz Ansari special on Netflix. Yeah. And he talks about how people are trapped in their algorithm. And that's where you just yeah. you it's confirmation bias. You you have an idea, you go look for an answer to it and you find that answer. Yeah. So what happens is people end up in this algorithm and they end up thinking oh i'm supposed to tell my friends how much i hate my spouse there's going to be yeah. something wrong with me if i don't so they you're told that right. this is the and norm and i got
1: caught up in that and then
0: that's why we it, we grew up in the 90s where heroin chic was the the thing oh, like yeah. the supermodels in the 90s were oh man, had had tanic, a very look guys... not all of them but the the look of the 90s supermodel so was scanny? so skinny which it still is the beauty industry is still focused on thinness but not as much yeah. but because we were in that we were stuck in that algorithm we had no way outside of it it <laughs> well, was if we, we watched yet. if we consumed entertainment we saw skinny usually blonde models with large breasts mm-hmm. And we thought that was beauty. So if we wanted to be beautiful,
1: we have to to be skinny
0: with large breasts and have blonde hair. So if we want to be normal and not weird, we want to, well, we have to complain about our spouse. We have to act like we hate them because everybody else that is around me hates them. Which causes people who didn't even feel that way to say the things and then it perpetuates this cycle it's herd mentality i f- mm-hmm. herd mentality is so can be so dangerous yeah well that was a lot we got some things i'm
1: sorry yeah i i feel very spacey this week but i appreciate the there's the no need to jury. apologize
0: you're doing Journey.
1: <laughs> jury i can't even talk
0: Uh, but we are gonna take a quick break and come back and talk about Saga. (gasps) Bark. Not barks. Saga. Marker. Okay, we are back with the Jaded Book Club.
1: Oh, like jaded Book Club
0: Chapter 4 So it's a jaded world and we have a jaded book club And we are now reading Chapter 4 Or we're talking about chapter 4 of Saga It's a an awesome graphic novel By Brian K. Vaughan and Fiona Staples Beautiful artwork Amazing writing Insightful character studies On what it means to Be alive.
1: Look at this. (laughs) And so I
0: say this, and the very first picture is,
1: uh, it's two women, female heads, and then just legs, no body, just legs with heads.
0: (laughs) Do you want to know something really weird?
1: You love this? This?
0: Not really. Oh. I before I knew what sex was, like I knew how babies were. I didn't understand. Mm any of it. And I'm going to reference another pop culture, then I'm going to reference my childhood experience, and then I'm going to come back to this. And it's all going to make sense. I'm going to reference two different pop culture references. We'll see. So, do you remember on, um, on Spaceballs, when the president is peeing and then the... or no, he's having sex first, and the and it's played by, he's played by Mel Brooks shut up bark dog I'm sorry I said shut up you don't have to shut up you can just be Okay so he's having sex and then the video screen shows up and it's that lady telling him something and it's business it's a call and later on he's peeing and that same he gets a call the same way and I used to have actually this is my first wet dream I'm remembering my first wet dream and you're here for it talking about Saga and my first wet dream <laughs> just go for it It's. Fine.
1: I'm here I'm so listening
0: <laughs> um so I it was having a dream that I was I had to urinate and I was in the bathroom and there was a giant face on the wall and then Tim and Eric's awesome awesome show Great Job pops into my head with the episode with Rain Wilson. Do I really have to pee in a girl's mouth? Do I really have to pee in a girl's mouth to make babies? This was your first wet dream. No, 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 not that. So that's... I related to that sketch on Tim and Eric's awesome show so much because... In my dream, this was what I was peeing into, and I woke up and it was not pee. There's a, just a giant mouth, and I did not understand any of it, but I remember having that dream multiple times. I watched Spaceballs a lot, and I, remember, I knew there was something sexual happening, but I didn't know what. Because I, I was young enough that I didn't. So Sextillion, the will in the last episode was going to. <laughs> was like, he's not going to try. He left his stock hanging and he said, I'm going to Sextillion to use this credit card. So he shows up and we see that obviously Sextillion is a place of. It's where a lot sex-tillion.
1: of. Sextillion.
0: A lot of things can happen there. A lot of things can happen. Um, <laughs> so really I, I They're feel wearing like fishnet stockings. Yeah, these heads.
1: <laughs> there's not much to comment on here. He just basically sends
0: so the lion
1: cat back to the spaceship.
0: Well, actually they we get some world building. They say, Oh, welcome to uh they ask they're asking his name. Are you gonna be paying cash or credit, mister? You know, asking his name, and he says, the, and it's in bold letters, the, actually. And he says, the, the will. So he's the will. He's telling no, this is my title. I'm the, the." Mm -hmm. and then they immediately know that he's a freelancer, so bounty hunters have some, they're important here, and they, people get out of their way. Whenever they're around. But he's not allowed to bring his weapons in or lying cat. So lying cat has to go back to the ship and takes his weapons with him. But now we know that the will is the will. Do you think it's pronounced the or the?
1: No, the. If it was the, it would be two E's.
0: Okay, okay, okay. I agree. I agree I pronounce it the. But the way he says the i guess that would make sense i'm picturing this tough bald dude the actually yeah that's he's not saying the he's not the she's not the stock although she might be the stock
1: i don't know i guess it depends on the accent
0: okay okay how do you picture the will does the will have an accent an american accent or something else
1: no he doesn't look american
0: Scandinavian, British.
1: Hmm. I don't know. Okay.
0: Okay. So we cut back to Alana, Marco, and Isabel, and we're waiting for Marco to heal. He's up on the top of the mountain, getting covered in snow, and Alana's like, "What the hell? Why isn't he?" better yet. I, he needs to get better so I can kill him because who the fuck is Gwendolyn? And right. Isabel's trying to talk some sense into her. Like, trying to calm her down. Like, hey, why do you care? He's and good to you, right? He's right. cool. Did he ever do anything wrong? Well, I think she, because she doesn't want to be stuck with an unhappy marriage. Because <laughs> she's going to be <laughs> stuck with this baby forever. She doesn't want to deal with these two fighting oh, Isabel, constantly.
1: right. So S- she's just like, who cares? Move on.
0: Okay, Marco wakes up and Ilana just attacks him with a kiss. Like the first thing she does, she loves him. She loves this dude. She like he she almost lost her the person she loves. So what do you do? You kiss them. But as soon as he starts talking, she's like. Shut the fuck up. Who the fuck is Gwendolyn? So she wants her answers. She needs to know what the hell's going on.
1: And Marco's just like, fuck. Uh, And then it cuts back to our will. Or the will.
0: The will. He's walking down. It's actually one of my favorite pieces of art in the book.
1: There's so much sex happening.
0: So the Will's walking down this stairway, this floating stairway in Sextillion, and he's just surrounded by winged people floating around, flying and fucking, and the idea of air-flying sex is just really intriguing to me.
1: Yeah, I'd like that to happen at one point.
0: Um... So if you want to arrange like for us to go one, into an anti-gravity.
1: There's like hairy ass. Ugh.
0: That's like a <laughs> bunny tail.
1: <laughs> I like the bunny tail. I just don't like this, this scruffy ass over here.
0: Oh no, that's a, I guess that's an unshaved ass. Okay.
1: Um, anyway, like the next three pages are just images of
0: fucking. No, no dialogue, just the will walking through sextillion, looking All, at things. Yeah. All Looking at some crazy things
1: different sexes huh
0: There's a stuffed T-Rex t- with a
1: it almost looks like it's purple dildo Rex from <laughs> Toy Story It does <laughs>
0: Um so we're getting the idea that anything that Ghosts and to Anything. And anything that your a mind can possibly imagine because it's a big looks, universe. Although,
1: what is being blasted into this man's beehole? It oh, looks have, like.
0: <laughs> that is it a looks wine like a bottle.
1: Two liter up the butt.
0: That is definitely a <laughs> wine bottle. Uh, but then we somebody asks, hey, you look disappointed. Ugh. Not everything you were hoping for. So it's like, the will tells us. It's a, this all seems a little safe. He's like, I know, and this creep that works on Sextillion is like, okay, okay, I yeah, know what I you're looking for. for Follow me. Ew, you need somebody who'll so do whatever you want. And back what to you the need baby is a slave girl though. Ugh.
1: That's, ugh.
0: But then that's we don't know where he's going. We don't. We're about to be. Dis- we're kind of disgusted by the will at this point. And back to cute little floating ghost lady she's playing with the baby and making little weird baby noises baby talk and marco looks over and says she's with us forever because he's realizing as long as they have the baby they now have have to to be with this teenager who's always going to be a teenager and mm. try and ask questions what the hell is going on I need to know like when when the Sun goes down she goes away well what is which Sun Well, there's a million Suns we're not gonna be on this Sun forever <laughs> this planet forever some planets have lots of Suns and she tells him shut up like you you're stalling Maybe you
1: should tell me more about this wife of yours
0: so you got a wife you got a bride <laughs> Your bride? Let's. Uh, um. You're gonna tell me about this ever?
1: Marco, it's like, nah. She's not actually my wife. She. We were just engaged. Oh,
0: she's just my. She's just my fiance. No big deal. <laughs> that would be more accurate. It's like you're not helping yourself, Marco. Shut up and answer the question. So, um. So Marco was engaged before he went off to fight in the war, and she's somebody important, her, so her, she didn't have to go fight. She wasn't a soldier. She's one of the few who didn't get drafted into this evil war. Uh-huh. And...
1: Alright, so Alana's just trying to get confirmation that Gwendolyn's in the past. And they can move on, right? Yeah, I mean... I mean, she had never heard about this woman.
0: Gwendolyn, my bride. That requires more questioning.
1: All right, so... Marco's just like, I loved her. She is someone I loved.
0: Past tense.
1: Doesn't mean I want her going forward. Kind of like Isabel said. Yeah.
0: Like, Um, it's in his past. Why do you care?
1: But, I mean obviously she needs some clarification there to never hear about that oh yeah and, for sure um so she's just making sure there's not you know anything left unspoken between them or whatever and it's like no
0: i we were just different i was becoming a different person i saw combat i wrote home about it told her hey i don't like this and she's like, oh no, just fight the good fight. Because her parents are someone important. She doesn't have to fight. He's experiencing the combat. And what he and Alana bonded over was their pacifism. Right. Sort of. Their their hatred of this... Their distaste for this war, at least. And yeah, I wouldn't
1: say Alana's...
0: She hates hate this war. war.
1: She does hate the war, but she's not any sort of pacifist.
0: <laughs> yeah, and she's definitely not going to be... But she's definitely not going to be in support of landfall anytime soon yeah. um but like marco points out i moved i became a different person and she stayed the same person it the person i was loved her the person i am doesn't or can't so i'm here it wasn't just I found another pretty face because Alana asks him, she's like, what, you just saw another pretty face and fell in love with another girl? Mm -hmm. He's like, I better fucking mean more than that. And he's like, no. This is who I am. Yeah. And I became a person who appreciates this with you. So, anything else we gotta do? Anything, like, what is she gonna so we have to deal with a mad ex-girlfriend now? It's a little more complicated than that. She might want her rings back. Her rings back? What? So, the wedding rings that Marco and Alana have, they allow them...
1: To be able to communicate with one because another. Because
0: they... Marco doesn't so, speak language. It's not He's a Mooney.
1: Like... <laughs> I mean, I would be so pissed if you get... But then to but, find out, hey, it's the only way we can communicate you know
0: because they do not speak the same language she does not speak Mooney he does not speak yeah. language so now they've got to deal with that so she might want these back but <laughs> I I love this line uh-huh. it, it cuts back. it's the last scene we see of them for a minute and... She says, You know, for a pacifist, you sure do ask to get stabbed a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Back to Sextilian. Back to
1: the Will, and this is one of the reasons you fall in love with the Will immediately. So, first, when we saw the Will, he is pissed because he didn't want to kill this animal, right? The beautiful creature.
0: I can't remember what it was called, but it was a giant monster looking thing.
1: Um, so now we see this scene where this disgusting-looking creature creature is taking him to the, his slave girl, or the slave girl, right? And He opens the door. And it's... This little girl must be, what, six? Mm-hmm. Seven? I don't know. She's tiny. She's
0: trained that when he asks if she's decent, she says... Uh, and he's proud that he taught her to say this. He says, anything but, master. Are you decent in there? Anything but. Ew. And then he gives this gross smirk to the camera. Like I yeah, taught her to say that.
1: It's so gross. Yeah.
0: So yeah. the first thing the will says.
1: How old is she?
0: And she answers. She says, I'm six, and I'll do anything you want. And he, the, fir- the only thing he asks her to do is close her eyes.
1: And then... It's so and great. he
0: splats this creep's head With his just bare hands
1: bare hands Full on smith And it, his hands are just perfect like this So you know the strength is So,
0: and so <laughs> He didn't even So we're really starting to like the will now It reminds me of that uh, That sublime song The wrong way Like he was there for a whore But then he ends up killing the people who are keeping her hostage right. um and we get a voiceover from hazel which i love these like every free freelancer i had the misfortune to eventually meet he was a fucking monster referring to the will but as my family was about to learn some monsters are worse than others so the will's a monster but he's not the worst monster do we get her name? We do not get her, not name, her yet. name yet. Okay. We don't get her name until she's with uh lying hey. cat. Oh,
1: okay. Which yeah. Oh, I got. I love the I, I, I love you were lying cat. Say else, I
0: Marcos changing some diapers. Alana's ups. It's like, "Oh shit." I'm like, "What?" Yeah, I know, it's gross. She's like, "No, grab your shit." <laughs> so tough. We're running. And he's like, "What? What are you talking about? Why would we just it's Marco? Uh, Marco,
1: come on. Like, you're on the run. And your wife says... Your
0: wife, this badass warrior...
1: Get your shit.
0: We're running. You <laughs> ask your questions while you're running. That's right. that's all I'm going to say. He's
1: taking his sweet time. What is it?
0: <laughs> so we look up and he's like, I don't see anything. It's because they're using a noise disruptor. You wouldn't be able to hear it. And we look up and we see this cool-looking beetle-shaped spaceship... Looks like a. Like a silverfish. A flying silverfish. And. Marco pulls it, He breaks his vow. He pulls that sword from its scabbard. Well. And well, he other says. What choice do they have? We fight. And then we're. That's chapter four. Or. Yeah, that's the end of chapter four. What'd you think?
1: I love the will.
0: I love the will. He's one of the greatest characters of all time he's i mean i could say that about everybody in this book it's
1: It's the it's just how powerful he is just with the splat of mm -hmm. because that's what the head does there's no word by it that there are bone chunks but you definitely hear the splat yeah
0: we don't get the onomatopoeia
1: no onomatopoeia but there are teeth flying there because you can hear it with just the image.
0: This gross monster had a lot of teeth. So a lot of what's flying are teeth. And it's gross. And and this this girl throws her arms around the whale. She knows he's there to protect her. And he's like, "Oh shit, what am I going to do?" And she says, "Thank you." How the social commentary in this is so big like sex trafficking is trafficking is such a big problem for the for especially for people from communi- communities going through hardship it's this creep who was leading the will to the slave girl he tells her oh yeah we pick them from camps all around the galaxy and then he says, "The will asks camps," and he says, "Yeah, the uh, the refugee camps mostly. We anywhere that war starts hitting, we go there and we it's so we start recruiting." And yeah, it's disgusting. And it it, it but it happens when you put people into the situations they're more vulnerable and they need extra protections, but they're not getting it because you're. People are focused on fighting around them, so it allows for the opportunity for these criminals to come in and do these disgusting things.
1: Well, they they trick them by creating a sense of family Mm and all of that. Yeah, so pulling them in. Yeah, they they feel like they have nowhere else to go, that that's their only option is to.
0: It's to work for these people, because if I don't, I'm gonna step on a landmine yeah. or
1: yeah what's the alternative
0: oh man saga deals with some heavy shit and it is such a good book though I that's the thing if it's that's what makes it good is that it it covers things that happen in real life it mm. it created a world
1: it addresses issues in our world by using other worlds too Mm-hmm. or call attention to it. And, you know, it It might seem like it's a dramatization, or but it's not. I guarantee if you are to go look at sex trafficking, where are they going? Well, they're going to the places, you uh, know. They're going to
0: poor neighborhoods.
1: Poor neighborhoods. They're going to <laughs> refugee camps because...
0: They're going to the they group homes. They can
1: promise, yeah. They can promise a different life.
0: Homeless shelters. Yeah. But be- what do you think about Marco and Alana's relationship? You think it's safe from here? From, uh, do you think oh, she's gonna yeah, forgive for him sure. for Gwen- the whole Gwendolyn thing in the Rings?
1: I. I when you <laughs> say, you, do you think?
0: <laughs> I guess you've read the entire. I've thing. read the
1: whole thing. Well, you so don't
0: have. You haven't read the newest issue.
1: I have not, but
0: which is of, out now. But yeah. we have not read it, and we won't until we get there. We've got a couple more of these books to go.
1: Peter, like, you can't be asking I me questions. I can't be asking
0: new questions.
1: I can ask you these questions. Do you think Marco and Alana's relationship is going to be okay?
0: I do. I do. I think there's something about the two of them that they genuinely have. They. They. I think they're willing to do. They love each other, and they're willing to do the work. Because they're, I've seen them both do the work, and they communicate. Yeah. Marco, I mean, he, I guess I say they communicate, but Marco didn't tell her that she was that he was <laughs> married. But he he tried. He said he tried. They, when they talked about the past relationship, she said, let's leave that all in the past. She told him, I don't want to hear about it, it.
1: it. That's such a dumb movie trope, though.
0: I know. If, or, if, or
1: story trope. That, if that, you tell
0: me not to talk about your past, I still want to know if you were married. Yeah. Like, or engaged.
1: Interesting both of us were engaged.
0: We were both engaged at the same time. Yeah. To different folks. That's fun. And, not the... Not as much as being engaged and then married to you, but it was. it's fun that that yeah. story did that. The... What a weird... I guess that's also bound to happen when you're in a culture that encourages people to get married at
1: 19 or 21. So dumb. Who does that?
0: (laughs) What you been enjoying? Not COVID. Not COVID? Um, I've been enjoying the hell out of these birds. I love birds. They make me so happy.
1: I've, I've, I have i do not really even remember watching anything because I feel so spacey. Um, I know uh, Peacemaker was a great episode. This week's but episode of Peacemaker. Don't remember shit about fuck about it.
0: It was. I don't want to give too much away, but Peacemaker and Vigilante were running through some trees, and remember something happened to vigilante he can't walk as good now so how is he gonna run through trees and he falls off a tree
1: <laughs> is that in this last episode yeah
0: and we laughed non-stop it was a very giggly That's what episode I'm saying.
1: i know it was a great episode but i really don't
0: remember it ever. and john cena plays piano uh, i
1: do remember that the uh, piano plays itself
0: the <laughs> I can't see. (laughs) I feel so stupid when I don't get those jokes. (laughs) It's when somebody makes a John Cena joke and you don't get it. (laughs) So I guess I really didn't see it.
1: You did not see that coming. Mm.
0: Uh, Been sleeping a lot because of that COVID thing. So a lot less watching has happened. Uh, Played some board games. Played bird game. Bird Game on Twitch. Follow us on Twitch to check us out. Um, And and hopefully we'll be taking some more tests this week. Some more COVID tests that end up being negative. This was
1: the first positive I got this week, though, but that's just because I didn't care to test. Like, you weren't
0: going anywhere? Nobody else was either? I have it. I mean... Also, there were a few days where it was pretty... You would have had a hard time getting out of bed to go.
1: I still... (laughs) I'm over it you guys why is it taking so long
0: I watched I Heart Huckabees last night I tried to I
1: I fell asleep in I heart Huckabees last
0: night so did everybody else but me so I turned it off and did not finish I Heart Huckabees Uh, I am
1: excited to go watch because I'm gonna go watch it today Resident Evil Resident Evil. What the fuck? Resident Alien. I do not want to watch Resident Evil (laughs) ever in my life.
0: (laughs) I. This is the first I've heard about watching a Resident Evil movie with you, but I'm on. I'm totally on board. No. (laughs) Remember when we saw Resident? That's
1: the dumbest thing I've ever said.
0: (laughs) Remember when we saw Resident Evil and the power went out? No. At the it
1: was.
0: At I don't that know why shitty you ask theater. Ask me if
1: I remember. I, oh, I do remember that. It was right next to Leatherby. It smelled bees. like pee.
0: It smelled like pee. It was a dollar theater. Um, the power went out in the middle of one of the dark scenes with Pyramid Head. No, Pyramid Head is in Silent Hill, but one of the the Tyrant thing. I don't know something with an axe. I think. But it was fun. Let's wrap so this anyway, thing up. So
1: anyway, I want to watch Resident Alien, not Resident <laughs> Evil. And I am excited for that next episode. Resident,
0: I love Alan Tudyk and everything he does. He, he is his never acting not good.
1: As an alien is so so good. How how am I attached to this alien?
0: Cuz he's amazing.
1: Then he does so good at like he's interacting rude. with he's the mean. kid as an alien and then mimicking the... Oh my god. Favorite
0: line was from season 1. The the kid. We
1: watched it like 10 times. And
0: the kid's telling him. He, he's telling the kid that, I don't know, he's going to embarrass him or something. He's like, I'm going to go tell it from the towers. And he's like, What do you think? And the kid looks at him and says, What do you think this is? Tower times? Oh, like there's to- kings and towers everywhere. Let's just go yell at the towers. And it's like, What a stupid argument.
1: But he's so. He's so invested in arguing with this This
0: child. Because (laughs) the child's the only one who can see that he's an alien. Uh, Except for the people he tells. But, oh my god, Alan Tudyk is great. Watch him in everything. He's hey-hey on Moana, if you don't know who we're talking about. Um, (laughs) That's that's what he's known for. Ow! No? Okay, um, nobody on Doom Patrol. Is it Nobody? Or Mr. Nobody. Mr. Nobody. Um, Knight's Tale? Was that him? Oh, Tucker and Dale versus Evil. He's yeah, he's, he's the, the skinny one with red hair.
1: Knight's Tale as well. Wow. He's so good. So. I Alan Tudyk does not get enough credit.
0: Alan Tudyk, if you want to come on the show and talk to <laughs> us about what it was like to play Hey Hey. Mm-hmm.
1: That'd be great.
0: All right. I've been Peter T. Bags. I'm MJ Follow us on things, leave us reviews. Don't be so jaded. Gonna do some breathing real quick. Why? Oh, because I walked from there. (laughs) And then I burped once. I'm just gonna look to see how to make a marker. Is there a button? Just to, if it's not here, I'm just gonna move on. Toggle snapping. If I hit M, what does that do? Gives me a marker. Wow, look at that. So if we... Wait, does it... Okay. That's <laughs> good, marker one and two, or...
1: And on marker three, we begin.